Hello, White Sox fans, and welcome into this edition of Sox on Tap. I am Johnny Nani. I've got Tony Marchese with me today to discuss the one thing on everyone's mind, and that, of course, is the White Sox signing Tim Beckham uh, to a minor league contract today. No, Thanks. just kidding. It's Tony LaRusso episode. White Sox hired Tony LaRusso as a manager. A lot of smoke blowing around it. It's official now. Tony, let's dive right in. First of all, how you doing, man? It's 1.20 in the afternoon. That was the first beer crack of the day, Johnny. We're going to settle in and talk about a lot of this. I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing just fine. And I, I don't think a lot of people are just fine right now. I'm just going to you know, go off right now and say... A lot of people are probably going to be mad at some of the stuff I have to say on this show, Johnny. Um, how are you doing? Hey, Tony, I'm doing well. I'm not jumping off the deep end. I think that's, you know, my my choice was Hinch, and I thought it was going to be Hinch. So I'm going to get into some of that, um, you know, some questions surrounding that, and I'm still skeptical of this. But over, I'm not jumping off the deep end here, Tony. Um, I, I feel like that is the common theme, uh, the group think on White Sox Twitter right now. So hopefully we can kind of decipher some of this within the episode. Yeah, maybe we can help some people. Maybe we can help them calm down a little bit. I've seen so much over the last 24, 48 hours, and even predating that when Tony LaRusso was named as a choice in this. There's There's been a lot of people who are ready to, like, completely leave the White Sox fan base over a managerial hire, Johnny. And we get upset about things. I got very, very upset when the Blackhawks parted ways with Quenville. Mm-hmm. I'm still watching the Blackhawks. I don't yep. like Jeremy Calton, but I still love my team. That's number one. I still love my team. There's a lot of group think I've seen polls being ran today, Johnny, about if you're a season ticket holder and they actually hire LaRusa, are you going to, you know, renew your season tickets? And there's people who are like, absolutely not. I mean, just that's crazy. Talk to me. It's just absolutely mind blowing to me that, that some of the, the statements that have been made already around this hire before it even happened. I mean, you've got a manager who is the most hated guy in Chicago before he even put pen to paper. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I've seen all of that too. Uh, and it is, like I said, uh, that's deep end talk. That's, you know, jumping off the deep end. Usually, you know me, I'm usually negative nine here. Maybe it's just because I, you know, don't hate it as much as some other people. And that's okay. You're, you're definitely entitled to your opinion we're going to air some of our opinions here uh on the air tony and that's you know that's up to you if you want to but um if you want to start the off uh and completely think about this every single day and how it's going to be so terrible it's the end of the world and i saw a comment um cheer the anthem pointed out on twitter uh lawrence holmes on uh uh, the score today is saying that, you know, the enthusiasm surrounding the Sox uh, will disappear. And then he says, now the last five years go out the window. But let's take a step Holy back and shit. let's take a step back and be real here. Do back any of the up. moves, do any of the moves that were made the, in the rebuilding efforts and signing Luis Robert, is that negated now? Because absolutely. Manager? Like it's, that, it's, that's, that's the kind of talk that's going around though, Tony. It's gone, Johnny. It's gone. All of a sudden there is, there is no hope around this fucking team. It's it's all washed. That's that's what I'm getting. If I'm reading White Sox Twitter right now, the Sox did just they did not have a playoff appearance this last year. No nobody had any problems with the way Rick Renteria managed the baseball game anymore. I I'm, I'm seeing stuff in the timeline right now. Why did we fire Rick Renteria just to hire Tony LaRussa? Well, let's look at their fucking track records for 2 seconds here, Johnny. And yeah, LaRusso's been out of the managerial spot for, what, nine years? 
But yeah. let's let's just look at the track records here. What has Rick Renteria done in his career as a manager versus what Tony Larusa has done in his career as a manager? This this to me, just on paper, is an obvious upgrade. You've got a guy who's been around baseball basically his entire life. Yeah, he's a little older. He's just been around a lot longer. He has more experience. That's got to count for something. That that whole aspect has been just taken away from the situation. There's, I, I'm, I'm struggling with some of the, the groupthink that you just brought up. Like there, there is a real problem right now. When I go to Twitter.com, there is a real problem that, like, I there's like two people out there that have actually like thought that Tony Larusa was going to be an okay signing. Besides, I'm, I'm excluding the Sox on tap group. We've got a couple of them, myself included. But Hayes and Kenwell are like the only guys out there who have had anything good to say about Tony LaRusso that I've seen so far. Everybody else is ready to jump off a fucking like bridge right now. Yeah, it's pretty wild, Tony. So I'd say we start. Let's start with the resume uh, that Tony LaRusso brings to the south side. Um, and then we'll work our way through it and some of the other, you know, kind of the process behind it. Uh, Cause I definitely do want to talk about AJ Hinch at some point in here, but let's start. Like I said, the higher is Tony Larusa, 2,728,365 all time record. Uh, he's a pro baseball hall of fame member. He won six pennants and three world series. Uh, and he was a four time manager of the year. That's a pretty solid resume, Tony. Uh, like we'd mentioned, you know, concerns on the other hand, it's, uh, 76 years old, been out of the game. Like you mentioned since 2011, I believe that's, you know, when he uh, managed the Cardinals, uh, that was his last stint there. Um, and you know, it, it's, it, it's just interesting. Uh, the higher, I think the, the choice itself, uh, it's, you know, the Jerry Reinsdorf connection that, that definitely plays a factor here. Um, at the end of the day, he's the one pulling the strings, cutting the checks, and uh, this is the direction he decided to go. So um, yeah, go ahead and fire away. You know, I, I'm just I'm still reading some of this stuff on the timeline and, and Buzz, who's not on the show, he brought up a good point, um, you know, about riding with this as a Sox fan. And and I really I kind of echo a little bit what he has to say here. Tony LaRusse's resume, it just it it is what it is. If the White Sox decided that he was the guy, Johnny, and and, and I think the only thing that I have a, a huge issue with, and I'm sorry to jump bridges here, is the fact that the reports are already coming out that they didn't interview Hinch. And I, I think we can talk a little bit more on that one here. But if they knew going in that LaRusso was going to be the guy, he was the first one that the name dropped that was brought up was Tony LaRusso by Bob Nightingale. They have they have obviously been having conversations with Tony LaRusso for quite a while since Renteria was let go, probably even before then, Johnny. They have been talking to him. Rick Hahn has had to have conversations with Tony LaRusso. Now, there's there's other reports that this move has ruffled feathers within the organization. But you are talking about a guy who knows how to win. You're talking about a guy who's done it before. Rick Hahn did say in his press conference when Renteria was let go that they were looking for somebody who has World Series experience, a guy that has gotten the job done before. This does fit that mold. It might not be as recent as a lot of people that, want it to be. I, I think does fit the mold. I just think that, you know, the uh, quote that Han gave from the presser uh, when Renteria and Coop were let go, 
um, was that in recent years, and people really clung on to that, and I did too. That's why I thought it was going to be Hinch and why I wanted uh, Hinch, and also I, you know, I still think he probably is the best candidate for the job, and then I also thing where Hinch could be here throughout the window, uh, whereas LaRusso, you're talking like, what, he's only around for a couple maybe three seasons. Um, I think that's what you're getting here. So that's all, all legitimate, you know, concerns that are raised uh, on that front. But um, at the same time, it, everyone says it's win now mode. And um, that, you know, Tony Russo, one of the, you know, uh, most decorated managers here uh, that was available. Um, that certainly is conducive with win now mode, Tony. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to talk about Hinch real quick and what you brought up. Uh, I thought it was interesting that, yeah, they made this the World Series just ending a couple of nights ago. They basically let the storylines play out uh, for the day. Um, and, you know, the you know, there's the COVID stuff with Turner and all that. And, you know, obviously all, all the uh, accolades and stuff for the Dodgers. Um, they let all that play out. And then they did this fairly quickly, though. I, I thought it was going to be within, you know, maybe two weeks after so they can kind of get that in place before they jumpstart the whole offseason plans and what they're doing from an acquisition standpoint so i thought it was interesting uh the choice maybe they did you know maybe they did uh interview hinch or at least have conversations with them uh maybe virtually but um i thought it was a little quick jumping the gun so that's where one of my concerns comes on this and i also just think that hinch was the overall best candidate but once again uh, as i previously uh, alluded to i'm not jumping off the deep end here because um at the end of the day i have no say in it i have my opinion absolutely but i have no say in this no neither of us do Uh, and nobody uh that's uh speaking on twitter had any part in this and i think that that i want to i want to touch on the the other situation that's going on here and that's that people are saying and maybe it's true and it probably could very well be true uh this is a jerry reinsdorf run organization this is going to be the first argument that comes out of anybody's mouth when they say this was a bad hire. It's, it's going to be that Rick Hahn didn't have his choice in this situation. We don't know that for sure. We honestly do not know that. That is a blind statement that's being made based on past history. It's easy to draw conclusions here that this was a Jerry hire. Jerry and Tony LaRusa go way back. And that that that's fact that that he's been with this organization before back in the 80s. They they have a connection. Nobody can argue that. But I I'm not buying these reports that Rick Hahn is just going to resign from this organization. Again, when you talk about all the signings and the way that Rick Hahn has built this team, I I just don't I don't buy the storylines that are coming out that that Rick Hahn is you know, saying it's me or Tony LaRusa. I really don't believe that. Mm. I have nothing to go off of, but I just don't buy it. It doesn't seem so logical I, to me. I, I don't I don't have any factual analysis to back that up. I just don't buy it. So I, I just, uh, touching on that subject, um, I agree with you that it's all, you know, kind of just speculation uh, at this point. And there's what, it, what are people basing this off of? MLB executive burner on Twitter. And then what someone said on the score, like I mentioned in our group chat, I don't even know who listens to the score anymore, but apparently people do. Um, and, and they were saying that, you know, the rift between uh, Rick Khan, whatever, and it's either worse uh, or me. Um, it's all unfounded. Um, and like you'd said, easy to draw conclusions given the history between Larusa and Reinsdorf. Um, but I don't think you're going to see if that was really the case, you'd see Rick Hahn resigning. Uh, and you know, if he felt that strongly about it now, that, that would be now. And there'd be a new GM in place. Um, yep. 
I haven't seen that yet. You know, we're recording this, so I'm not actively scrolling and seeing that. So if I'm missing this, then forgive me. But uh, I haven't seen that yet. I don't foresee that coming in the in the next few weeks. And I don't think Rick Khan would abandon ship uh, for what's Rick already Khan's, been built from a roster standpoint. I don't so. think Rick Khan's uh, signing Tim Beckham this morning. If he was resigning this afternoon, it just seems like a weird move to make and then be like, peace out. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, I, I don't know what else to say, but. I mean, until we hear Rick Hahn speak, we don't know what his feelings are. And we may never get Rick Hahn's true feelings on this. This is yeah, all going to be hearsay. Just get the lawyer speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get the lawyer speak. And even if Rick Hahn was handcuffed in this decision, you know, that that's Rick Hahn's prerogative if he wants to walk out on what he's been building. That That's pro. I support his decision 100% as a human being. If, if you don't like the way that your organization is being run, you have the ability to go find another job. That's his choice. Yeah. And I respect it regardless. I, just like I also respect the fact that, you know, we may not like it as Sox fans, but Jerry does own the team. He does sign the checks. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and it's like I said, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. No, no doubt about that. And I'm, you know, Still not not my first choice. I would have been Hinch. I'll keep beating that drum here uh, as well. But um, it's it's out of my control. So am I just going to let a lifelong fandom slip away and go root for, you know, just pick just some other random team uh, to root for just because I don't like the manager hire that will probably be gone in three years anyway, given his age? Um, no, that's not I'm not I'm not on that track. I just want to go back, Johnny, for a second. Like, did did people really love Ricky Renteria that much? Did we love Robin Ventura that much? No. It, like, were, the, were those the deciding factors in your White Sox fandom? Yeah, so I think you're oversimplifying. I think it's more uh, the leaning. I, I know, you know, like, you saw the takes that why would we fire Ricky Renteria to go and just hire Tony Lewis. I think it's more of the... First of all, the quickness of the decision, and then the second of all, the seemingly, and we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but the apparent, you know, lack of interviewing all the potential uh, candidates that would fit the bill that Rick Hahn spoke about in his uh, press conference back when they uh, let Renteria go. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the biggest problem. If, if I'm going to be upset with something, let's be upset that they didn't do a thorough search. Let's be upset that they didn't give. That's legitimate, yeah. Let's get let, let let's get upset that they didn't let Rick Hahn interview these guys. Let's be upset with that. That's fine. I can accept that. I'm upset about that personally because if if you really wanted to conduct a thorough search, and I think a lot of these candidates would probably line up for the opportunity to manage the White Sox right now. You got a great young core. You're coming off of your first playoff appearance. You've got a lot of talent locked up for a lot of years. This is a job that the top managerial candidates in Major League Baseball would probably sign up to at least have a conversation, have a cup of coffee, talk about what it would be like. We're getting reports that the White Sox didn't even do that. They didn't talk to these guys. They went with Tony La Russa, and that was it. So if we're going to get mad, that's what we should be mad about. I don't, I, I don't really think that Tony LaRussa or Hinch are going to be the, the end-all, be-all when it comes to a division championship. I don't think that they're going to mean a five-win swing 
on the season. A lot of that comes down to the players. Can a manager have an effect on a ball game? Absolutely. We just watched that happen in the World Series. We've seen it happen numerous times. If you've watched baseball, yes, managers can do some really dumb shit that fucks you out of the chance of winning. But is it the end-all, be-all of a season? Unless it's in an elimination game, probably not. Let's make it there first before we judge whoever it was going to be. Now, if it was Hinch, I wonder, Johnny, personally, if we'd be getting the outcries from a different group about bringing in a cheater. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, my uh, theory on it, I said the Larusa smoke uh, was just to kind of cover up the backlash that would come uh, from a potential Hinch hiring. So obviously it didn't come to fruition, but um, I, I thought that could have been, you know, a factor as well. Um, and maybe the recency thing with them, sure, you know, and I think it's it's uh, ignorant to just uh, put aside any of the concerns about Larusa because, you know, there's Jack McDowell coming out and saying that uh, or, uh Larusa helped orchestrate a, um, you know, a sign stealing operation uh, with the White Sox with the Gatorade light way back at, you know, old Comiskey and all that. There, there was uh, th- that kind of talk. So I think it's, you know, but that's also not as recent. Uh, the the Astros still um, sit heavily in the minds of baseball fans everywhere. It just happened. You know, uh, the story just broke, what, a little over a year ago. And he ain't cheating, um, he ain't trying. <laughs> yeah um so i mean that, that's also I, I would have been okay you know with hinch uh no problem there um i mean i'd have concerns in that and i still you know probably won't take back any words that i said about the astros uh, and all that but you know uh cora was more of the ringleader uh so to say obviously hinch uh was just kind of um let it happen uh, didn't put a stop to it which you know it is it is bad um it it was more on Cora, so I, I didn't think that would be, uh, you know, maybe interview him, but uh, obviously not going to be the candidate. And I thought Hinch, they would be able to put that aside and uh, kind of cover it up with, with the La Russa smoke. But it, it didn't happen, and they went with uh, Tony La Russa. So um, the, interesting times here in White Sox land, Tony. Very interesting times, Johnny. Very interesting times. I'm rocking the 83 hat today. I might rock the 83 hat the whole way through next season. I, I just I feel like it's fitting. Turning back the clock, as Turn, NWI Steve would say. Turning back the clock. And you've been running some some nice vintage Sox posts from the Sox on Tap Twitter account, Johnny. I've been really enjoying those through the offseason. Now, I just wonder, I want to know, I want to know, you know, we haven't been to the ballpark in a long time. I'm getting this feeling that our next lot B tailgate is going to be empty, just judging by Twitter this afternoon. Who's going to oh, yeah. be there? Who's going to yeah, be there? No. Everyone's jumping ship. Everybody's no jumping ship. It's, it's going to be sad. I mean... I can't wait to get back to the ballpark, enjoy a few cold ones out in Lot B in my 83 Sox hat, getting ready for Tony La Russa to be announced on uh, the home opener as the manager of the White Sox. What, what's the reaction going to be? I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Because this is going to be the first time that fans are going to be able to go in and hear Luis Roberts' name called, and it's going to be shortly after they hear Tony LaRusse's name called. And I just, I can't wait for the, like the, the different levels in the ballpark that we're going to get. You know, if we, if we have a full stadium, it's going to go from probably one of the loudest boos to like one of the loudest cheers. That's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. 
Yeah, it is going to be interesting. Uh, like you said, gauge on the reactions from Twitter.com. And I know that, you know, it's also months off. Uh, we're in what? Uh, end of October. We're not even in November here. We're in, we're in the end of October. Um, and opening day would be in early April, not end of March this year. Um, excuse me, talking about 2021 coming up. So um, I definitely think that'll be interesting. I think you, you're going to hear booze no matter what. But um, to me, this kind of, uh, it's... Uh, we're so, I'm so used to it with, you know, you heard Manfred get booed the other night. I think that's, you know, the the MLB commissioner isn't really too public outside of the World Series presentation. But you hear Bettman all the time, draft. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about hockey here. Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, um, booed at draft, booed at, um, you know, uh, Stanley Cup presentation all the time. NHL even thought about pumping in booze because they're playing into it. It's just like a time-honored tradition there. Obviously, this is going to be for a different reason, but uh, we're, we're, we're no stranger to uh, people getting booed. And also, um, as much as you and me on the hockey side don't like Bettman uh, from the 2012 lockout, you have to, you know, I would at least applaud him uh, on the job he did in the return to play. So it's like I can also sit back and look objectively and take uh, the good with the bad uh, in a situation like this. Yeah, I mean, I just I wonder how long the booze continue. Uh, I, I can just see already that LaRusse is going to be on a short leash. It's going to be excellent from a content standpoint for us here. There's going to be a lot to talk about just because this is so polarizing. But I I wonder, like, if the Sox do go win a World Series under Tony La Russa, like, is everybody still going to still going to be mad? I want to know. That's you know that that's a very good question because like I, I want said, the timely timeliness factor. This is all immediate reaction, right? Yeah, this We're is recording a- this. We're recording this, what, uh, not only like 20 not minutes after? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not even an hour into the Tony La Russa era. And I feel like people are already waiting for him to be fired, which is like so Chicago. But yet, like at the same time, it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, can we like give it an hour, let alone like one season to evaluate this before we jump off a bridge? But I, I just I want to know, like, I, I feel like saving a lot of these tweets, Johnny, for when it actually does happen. Because it'll be awesome to look back at some people. Because you know there's going to be at least one or two of them that are that are on Twitter right now. I, I'm never going to another Sox game again until LaRusse is gone, all this other stuff. I hope to God. I hope to God I catch you tweeting about this team when it's in the World Series. Within the next few years. With LaRusse on the bench. Because... Right now, the reaction is this team, like we said at the beginning of this, they're done. They're they're absolutely done. They can't win another baseball game. It's over. Everything's oh, everything's over. I just, I don't get the attitude. Yeah, it's it's something, man. That's why I said, uh, you know, go going and putting uh, extra stress on yourself out of something that you cannot control. You physically cannot control it, um, and. You know, it took me a while to unwind from, uh, you know, also something that I can't control the play on the field, um, you know, uh, with the way the White Sox exited um, in, in these playoffs. And I am just not in a position to go get all riled up. You remember uh, what a couple of off seasons ago, you and me talking about Manny Machado. And I think we blew our gaskets then. And now looking back on that. Yeah, sure. It still sucks. I wish you would have you know, signed him. And that was the whole will the money be spent argument there. But at the same time, I look back on the unnecessary stress uh, that I put on myself over something that I can't control. Um, it's okay to, you know, have your opinions and your emotions, but are you going to let it dominate uh, your life and how, you know, um, your a, you're acting and talking and, uh, I don't know. It just seems a little bit overkill to me. Yeah. I mean, it, th- this is sports. We overreact. I overreact. 
you overreact. Buzz overreacts. I think everybody overreacts. Everybody overreacts. That's that's part of the joy of sports is 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 just being able to feel something. That's fine. I can I can accept that. But yeah, you're right. You're right in that sense. Sometimes when you take a step back from it, I probably took years off my life during that off season, and probably like a good five years off my life when uh, when Machado signed with the Padres. Good five years off my life. And you were there with me, and we oh, got yeah. hammered. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, Tony, I just want to address another concern because I feel like it was one that was not, you know, I think it was touched on definitely, and our guy NWI Steve actually wrote an article about it, so that's what I'm bringing up here. One of his concerns was that uh, literally the, the physical health, given Tony LaRusso's age and being in a pandemic era, because obviously uh, this thing's not going away uh, no. by the start of next season, even if uh, fans are able to be back at a limited capacity, you're, you're still going to have, um, I, I think, a, you know, the coronavirus, probably not as drastic, you know, as uh, last year. But you're still going to have this. So uh, NWI Steve put out the proposition, you know, what if you're on a road trip in you know, mid-May next year and Tony La Russa comes down with something and it's more severe given his age? Um, what do the White Sox do uh, from that standpoint? And I think that's a legitimate one that, um, first of all, we can't completely answer, but um, it should, if there's one thing that you can be you know, really concerned about there, um, I think that's a legitimate point. I don't know about you. I think it is a legitimate point as well, Johnny. Um, unfortunately, this is the world we live in now. Um, and regardless of COVID-19, I think when you when you hire somebody who's a little bit older, um, there is question marks not only around health, but how much longer somebody wants to be involved in whatever their career may be. Um, that's not just a baseball thing. Uh, obviously, we know that LaRusso signed a multi-year deal. I don't have the exact number. But uh, he plans on sticking around for a little bit. Um, I, I would guess that Tony La Russa is coming here because he wants to win another championship with this team. Um, but that said, yeah, I mean, there is a very real possibility out there that Tony La Russa goes through something that's going to take him away from this team for a while. The obvious answer to this question is your bench coach is going to step in and take over the team. Now, there's reports that LaRusso is going to stay internally uh, for that role, but we have not seen anything yet. None of that's official. Um, I'm sure the White Sox and Tony LaRusso have an idea of who they want in that situation. Until we know who that's going to be, there's really nothing that we can have concrete to, to talk about. We don't know who it's going to be. Um, let's hope that whoever that is is... Good enough to get the job done on the interim basis, Johnny. I mean, the, the, this is a real risk. There is a potential for that to be a factor for this White Sox team. But again, I still go back to uh, the statement I made a little bit earlier that, you know, can a manager have an effect on a baseball game? Yes. Is it going to be the end-all, be-all? I, I, I like to really think that this is, at least right now, Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson's clubhouse. Um those are the guys who are going to have to lead and get the job done and, and rile the boys up to begin with. Uh, if they're looked at as leaders in that clubhouse, those are the guys who are going to be carrying this as well. I mean, some of the weight has to fall on their shoulders. They're the ones who are on the field too. So, you know, do you trust in Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, and the core of veterans that we have here? Do you trust in a guy like Yasmani Grandal, who's signed here long-term? 
to kind of carry that torch for some of these guys. I, I think this team has a lot of leadership characteristics on it within the clubhouse. I think they'll be just fine. Is it concerning a little bit that your manager may have a health scare and be gone for an extended period of time? Sure. I don't think it's going to be the end all be all of a white sack season though. Yeah. What are, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I just wanted to bring it up and say that it's concerned. Obviously we won't know that we're talking about, you know, hypotheticals here. We won't know anything concrete until anything actually happens like that ilk. Um, it could also not happen. That's the other side of this coin. They could be, you know, after seeing the Dodgers go completely, you know, apeshit on the protocols after they won the World Series, um, we could see, you know, more tightening down, harsher penalties, and everybody adhering to that much more strictly uh, next year. So I definitely think that's legitimate. And I think the White Sox, you know, outside they had their, um, you know, Moncada that was before, though, and then Jose Ruiz also. But other than that, they did a pretty damn good job overall from an organizational standpoint um, on the COVID management this year, Tony. So no reason to believe that's not going to carry over uh, in the next year. I don't think Tony LaRusso would be one to um, uh, let that go awry. Uh, from a clubhouse standpoint, um, that's just my opinion on it. Um, another one that I wanted to bring up, and like you, had, I think you put it really well. You said nothing's really concrete here uh, when we're talking about you know uh, what would happen if um, such like a health scare would uh, occur. But someone that uh, I thought was interesting, Andrew Kinsler, when he wrote the news about this uh, Larusa hiring, uh, he mentioned this name, and forgive me if I botch it. Uh, first time I'm saying it on the podcast, Justin Jershley, um an internal option, and that's you know kind of a one that. Um, people have been, you know, kind of tabbing as being groomed possibly for a next manager um, or a, you know, coaching staff role down the line. Uh, if he's included more heavily uh, in this equation here, um, it could be a good opportunity for him to learn uh, under a winning manager, um, proven winning manager like Tony LaRusso. So um, I just wanted to bring that name up there because I, I personally don't know too much about him, but um a lot of people, even the people that are, you know, complaining now uh, to seem to like him a decent amount. And I don't think that was their pick for this manager, obviously, because you want to go with experience here. But, um, you know, it's just something to keep in mind uh, as, you know, the coaching staff gets fully assembled and we know who's going to be in what role beyond. Yeah, we're going to have to wait and see. Um, Joe Espada is another name. He was a former bench coach. Um for I believe the Astros, I saw his yeah. name pop up. Um, there, there's there's a lot of options out there, and we'll have to wait and see what happens uh, with that. Again, we'll comment on on all that when the, that news breaks. Yeah, uh, and definitely Tony. So um, I really don't have too many other thoughts. I mean, I guess the bottom line is, you know, we did that article, that roundtable article, and we said who we thought it was going to be um, and who we wanted it to be. And we kind of broke down you, me, Steve, Buzz. Uh, we all broke down our stuff there. And I think, you know, Steve was right on. He said he wanted to be Hinch, uh, thought it would be La Russa. Here we are. It is La Russa. Um, and then you kind of left it a little more open-ended, but your, your biggest thing was, you know, uh, staying away from unproven projects. And Tony Larusa is far from an unproven project. Yeah, I, I think for all intents and purposes, and I want to comment on that right now, uh, the, I've seen some other people commenting on this as well, saying that, you know, this is just like the Robin Ventura uh, managerial search all over again. And I can't disagree with that more just based off the fact that Robin Ventura was never a manager, uh, had no track record and came in to manage a fairly competitive team and didn't do very well with it. Uh, on the other hand, you have a guy that's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and has won World Series before as a manager. 
Um, in fact, has won manager of the year four times over. This guy knows how to manage a baseball club. He's been there before. He's done that. The Sox went out and got somebody to manage their team who knows what they're doing. I mean, I, I, I don't... I don't know, Johnny, how many managers have you had for the White Sox in your lifetime who have been proven managers before, who've gotten the job done? I mean, it's been a long time, Tony. Obviously, you mentioned the last two and uh, Ricky Rents and uh, Robin Ventura. It's I mean, even Ozzie, even Ozzie yeah. Guillen coming in. I mean, he had a little bit of experience, but he wasn't like he wasn't this proven guy. Yeah, you know, it's been so long since this team has gone out and gotten a proven manager. And we even see that it's been a while outside of like Yasmani Grandal and Dallas Keuchel, who they finally went out and got some some proven winners like this. This is I, I know it's a White Sox move because they're bringing somebody back who they've had in the organization before. But on, on the other end of the spectrum, they are going out and getting a guy who's gotten the job done before. You can't say this is going to be a project. We don't know what we're going to get with him. I mean, the book is already written on Tony La Russa. You know exactly what you're getting. Yeah, uh, just a couple points uh, on that. Um, you know, I think it will be interesting to see since, you know, basically since 2011 when Tony LaRusso last managed is really the rise of the stat cast era. So it will be interesting to see. We'll say that's a legitimate concern. See how he, you know, takes into account data and how much that influences decisions that he makes. So um, I do think that's, a you know, um, for a new age of baseball where we're at, totally legitimate concern. Absolutely. And unfortunately, the only thing that you're going to uh, be able to uh, decipher uh, how he performs uh, under that circumstance is actually seeing the games and how they unfold. Um, and I don't think you can do it after just a week, just a month. Uh, you have to give it, I would say, uh, probably a good, you know, two and a half to three months uh, to really get a feel uh, for the given situations because you might not always come across the uh, real, you know, walk the line, uh, mm-hmm. walk the tightrope, that is, uh, situation with the bullpen management. Uh, you're not always going to have that situation come up right away. But, um, we'll, like I said, we'll be interesting to see um, on that side of things how we adapt to that. But, uh, being the you know baseball mind that he is, um, I think he will you know <laughs> pay it some mind. He's not going to completely ignore it, and I think that's a concern that uh, it can, will most likely be dispelled um, early on. I don't think he's going to be uh, completely outlandish and uh, you know just go by the gut. I think there's a combination of it. There's a combination of feel. There's a combination of um, you know uh, bringing in statistics to uh, your decision making but uh, I do think he will be able to walk the line that's just my opinion though well, let's see how it plays out that's all speculation that's all we have right now the yep. White Sox don't play a game until you know what uh, late March or early I guess early April is when it'll start 2021 so um, go ahead and worry yourself sick if you want to about this over the offseason but I'm gonna wait and see how it plays out so it doesn't bother you Johnny that Tony La Russa didn't like Fernando Tatis's bat flip after uh the 3-0 Grand Slam? I mean, there's. I'm pretty much in favor of, you know, whatever. I'll let the guys do what they want. I'll let them celebrate how they want, but it's got to be two-way street. Let the pitchers, you know, Bruce Dark, Gratterall throw his hat if that's the kind of shit that you want to see. Um, I, I don't care either way, and I, I honestly, I don't, I don't really care what Tony Lewis has said about it at the time. Um, it's... 
I don't think it's going to be like Tim Anderson scared to show his personality. I don't think that's going to be completely suppressed. That's a concern. Like I said, we'll have to see how that plays out, but I don't think that's going to be like that. He's not going to come in and, uh, you know, tell these guys not to be themselves. I really, it, I think that would be asinine. And if it does happen, then you know what? I'll, I'll eat my words. Totally will. But I just don't foresee it happening. I think there, in consideration for him, Tony, uh, there was probably discussions about, Here's what's changed since the last time uh, you were in a dugout. So you're going to have to adapt to that. And if not, you're going to be the fuck out of town. That's just my opinion on it. I mean, there's a lot of White Sox fans, Johnny, and I, I agree 100% with, with what you just said there. But there are a lot of White Sox fans out there right now who think that this was done completely in a vacuum without that conversation having place. And again, speculation on our part, we don't know. But maybe I'm naive. Maybe you're naive. But I feel like that conversation had to have been had. I feel like it had to have been had. And Probably it, and multiple if, times, too, if, they, if this decision was made this quickly here. That's what yeah, I would it, guess. That's if, just, if, like if, I said, if, speculate, but I would guess that. If, if that conversation was not had, fine. Like, fire everybody in the White Sox organization into the sun. Fuck it all. Burn it down. This is terrible. But like, the, the conversation had to have been had, I would hope about who you're coming in to manage. Mm-hmm. Like, Tony La Russa is not accepting this job on, on his end of the spectrum because apparently he had to be convinced to come back and manage this team by Jerry. Tony La Russa is not coming out of retirement to manage this team like, okay, yeah, I know you've got Tim Anderson and you've got Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert, and I'm going to stifle everything they're doing right now and completely turn them into robots, and it's my way or the highway. There had to have been that conversation. Had to have been. Maybe there wasn't, and if there wasn't, fuck it all. But I would think that conversation was had. Yeah. I'm having like a little bit imagine. of faith here. Having like a to imagine. Bit of- Tony, this is where I wish we could just be flies on the wall uh, in some of these meetings. Obviously, it'll never be the case in you know, most uh, – meetings of that sort done behind closed doors as you know they they should be but it'd be nice to know of course and we wish we could uh, bring whatever information we could uh to the show but for what we have to go off of uh, i think it'd be asked nine in 2020 to not have those types of conversations yeah i mean it it, i i think that there's a lot of people out there who just believe that the White Sox organization operates in this in this vacuum and they have done things before that that would lead you down that path to think like that. But like you said, man, I, I, I feel like that is something that would have had to have been talked about. Yeah, 100 percent. So now now here here's a, a random tidbit. That just came out from Bob Nightingale. Willie Harris <laughs> of the Reds was among the candidates who interviewed for the White Sox opening. Yeah, w- Willie Harris Willie was a former Harris. Winston-Salem uh, Dash manager. Tony. I love I love Willie Harris, man. I love Willie Harris. One of my favorite players back on that 05 team. Scored the uh, World Series winning yes. run, yes? Yes. Yeah. Willie Harris. I would have been... I would have been... Oh, man, I would have loved that move. <laughs> you know, you would not have because that's uh, unproven at the big league level. Oh, you I would just not have beat your there, words. <laughs> there's one there's one guy who I'm going to make an exception for, and that's that's Willie Harris. 
Yeah, he was, like I said, I mentioned uh, with, with Winston-Salem, was a uh, previous you know manager in the organization, but I think there's steps to go uh, before uh, Willie Harris is hired as a uh, MLB trying manager. My, but, trying to get my meatball take of the day out, John. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a good meatball take of the day. I mean, I guess this whole, you know, I guess for the listeners that are totally against this, this whole uh, episode could be the meatball take of the day. I tried to bring at least some, uh, like I said, not jump off the deep end. That's the best term uh, I can bring to my, uh, you know, kind of reaction to this news. Um, but you know, it, if, if you disagree with it, that's fine. Like I mentioned earlier, everyone is totally entitled to their own opinions. We are just airing ours here, uh, on socks on tap. So Tony, that, that's about all I've got for this one. Uh, wrap it up with some final thoughts. If you want final thoughts, this, this is perfect. The name Tony is one of the greatest names of all time. And I'm happy not to share. Biased. I, I'm not biased at all. I'm happy to share the name, uh, with a white Sox manager. This makes me happy. Um, but no, overall winning is cool and tough, Johnny. That's something that we've talked about here on this show over and over and over again. Now, one thing I'm going to, number one, one thing I'm going to leave you with, this doesn't fucking matter if the White Sox are winning. All the hate should go out the window. If the White Sox capture a division title, make a deep playoff run or happen to win a world series over the next two years, that's still on the table. That didn't go anywhere. That is is a real possibility as it was yesterday, regardless of who was going to be named the manager of this team. I firmly believe that. I hope everybody else takes a little bit of a step back, allows Tony LaRussa to come in, manage. If it's a dumpster fire, by all means, I'm going to be right there with everybody else screaming from the rooftops about how much this fucking sucks. Johnny, I'm sure you will be too. But until we get to a point where the White Sox are five, 10 games back behind Minnesota in June of next year. This move really doesn't change much for me on the outlook of this team. It doesn't change much for me on the outlook of the next three to four years. We don't know how long he's going to be a manager. Let's let this year play out. That's what I'm going with. The more important things that are going to take place this offseason are what the White Sox are going to do with their pitching staff and what they're going to do with right field. Those are what's going to make the differences on the field. That's what we as White Sox fans should be focused on right now. The manager is the manager. The talent on the field is what's going to win the ball games. Let's see what happens the rest of this offseason. Stop freaking out for five minutes. Enjoy the fact that we have a manager candidate settled this early within the offseason because we drive ourselves fucking nuts if we were going into the winter meetings and didn't have this settled. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, um, I guess my final thought is I'm more than willing to eat all my words and uh, look back and say I should have been more concerned if this does turn yeah. out to be, like you mentioned, a dumpster fire. I'm totally, you know, uh, you know, um, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. But I also want to see uh, the physical play on the field and then some of the decisions that will be made in tough spots. Uh, and if they suck, then, yeah, I'll look back and say I should have been more concerned. You guys were all right. More than willing to admit that, Tony. But at the same time, I'm not jumping off the deep end w- without seeing this play out in, in action on the field, because that's what matters. Uh, that's yep. what I'm about. Uh, some people are really big into the off season, the hot stove and all that. For me, it's just a time passer. Like let's get to the games. I love covering games, I love being at games, I love watching the games and uh, dissecting what actually goes on during those. So um, I, I want to wait and see uh, what Tony Larissa does in 
the dugout for the White Sox and what kind of decisions he makes uh, and if that affects negatively or positively the team. And then we can make some more judgments uh, and maybe do a checkup, uh, maybe do uh, at various points, two-month checkup on Tony La Russa, four-month checkup on Tony La Russa, end-of-season checkup on Tony La Russa, post-playoffs, assuming they'll make it next year, checkup on Tony La Russa. And we can yeah. kind of t- track this. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at with this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And like you said, I'll, I'll eat my words if this is – a terrible decision in a few months uh, by a few months. I mean, let's look at this at the end of the 2021 season. Um, <clears throat> dude, I- I'm just happy that this speculation is over and we know what we're dealing with. Like, let's, let's go from there. Yeah. Let's go from there. Uh, that does it for this episode of socks on tap. Um, socks on tap is presented by the on tap sports network. So make sure you go into on tap for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. You can follow us on Twitter at Socks on Tap and at on Tap Sportsnet. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen. So, Tony, let's close this thing down. White Sox forever. White Sox forever. Are you a sports card collector? Are you looking to buy or sell your vintage cards? If so, contact Josh over at Midwest Vintage Cards. With over 25 years of experience in the field, Midwest Vintage Cards will pay you cash for your collection. Check out their eBay store by searching Midwest Vintage Cards or follow them on Instagram at Midwest Vintage Cards. Contact Josh at 847-602-8604 or email him at josh at midwestvintagecards.com to get your quote today.